Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hi, everyone. I'm Ann Harder. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. Today, we will take a virtual trip south of Waco and Temple to one of my favorite places on the planet, and that would be the village of Salado. Who better to guide us in hearing about the iconic business there at Historic Stagecoach Inn than the delightful Tiffany Schreiner. Tiffany, we've been knowing each other a while now. We have. A lot of different things happening in Salado, and I want to hit all of them. Let's do it. And you're the expert, well, but let's let's start with the Stagecoach Inn. Let's, you know, let's paint a picture for folks, because I know uh, people are tired of being locked down. They're ready to go and do something. And what better than to just take a short trip and feel like you're going back in history, but enjoying such a wonderful place. And that would be Salado, the village of Salado. I love the fact that it's called a village. It is. We are certainly a village, and it takes one to, <laughs> to do what we're all trying to do there together. You know, um, Salado is steeped in such a beautiful, rich history. Um, you know, from the Chisholm Trail to uh, Sam Houston's famous speech um, at the Stagecoach Inn. And, you know, I have, as so many have, uh, you know, created just decades of memories at Stagecoach and um, you know it's become such a part of family tradition and 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 so I feel like we're just we're so lucky that it's it's been um, it's it's under its its own sort of resurrection right now and um, and we're coming in uh, to partnership with a beautiful um, hotel group called Bunkhouse and if anyone knows anything about Bunkhouse you know that they are uh, devoted to an authentic, unique experience, and, and Stagecoach certainly embodies that. So, so many beautiful changes on the horizon that are that are deeply rooted in in Texas and Central Texas history, while uh, welcoming a bright new future as well. Of course, the restaurant there—I think I read that it is the oldest continuing serving restaurant in the state, right? Yes. Well, oldest continuing, yes, correct. Old, oldest continuing uh, running restaurant, second oldest hotel. Yeah. So yeah, and, and we, we've course, been around a little while. We say, you know, we're, we're celebrating tradition across the country. Well, this was uh, 1852, so it does go back a ways. A little ways, just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and you know, we, we very much are, uh, are focused on, 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 on honoring um, our, our rich roots and our rich history. Um, while Escher in this, this, this new chapter. Well, I had a chance to come down several months ago, and we did a Facebook Live there. You, you're, you're making some major changes 
at the Stagecoach Inn as well to make it even more attractive for like weddings and that kind of thing. Yes, for all sorts of events, weddings, um, corporate events, uh, live music events. We have a beautiful uh, new room called the Longhorn Room Event Room, and it's a multi-purpose room. We've held several weddings there already. It debuted in April. Well, we all know where <laughs> we were in April 2020. <laughs> Not much happening. <laughs> right, right. We did we did still have some weddings that had been booked prior uh, um, still come to fruition in, in kind of a new way, a newly imagined way, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, and it holds about 200 people. Uh, and then we, we will be unveiling our new beautiful pavilion that sits just adjacent to our year-round heated pool there uh, on the grounds on the property uh, sometime in the middle of June yeah Yeah. of course Toledo proper has gone through some hard times all that highway work just decimated the the economy there and then we had COVID it sure did and you know that was you know around it kind of started I think around 2000 or so, you know, we saw economic downturn, we saw I-35 expansion, kind of all of that collide at once. But for me, as someone who's been, uh, I've been a lifelong Salado, and I mean, my, my family roots go back to the 1800s there with Peaceable Kingdom, as you know, Peaceable mm-hmm. Kingdom Retreat, and my family there, Jim and Dari Spomer, um, we celebrated so many Christmases and birthdays at Stagecoach, you know, with them. And, um, but, you know, as I've seen Salado and Bell County evolve and change, what I can say about that that economic downturn and the I-35 expansion and now COVID um, and what it, the gifts that it's brought, one of the, the beautiful gifts that it's brought in, you know, I kind of liken it to a forest fire. While the forest fire is devastating and it certainly changes the course of so many families and businesses and artists and artisans, um, it brings about this kind of new growth that would have never happened otherwise. Hmm. And uh, we're seeing that now. And it's, you know, I've, there's a word that keeps coming up for me, and it's uh, the word becoming. And I think if we can really marinate in that word and what it means, becoming the best of who we're called to be, then maybe we have somewhere to grow from. Yeah. Well, the possibilities are, mm. are endless. And, and yeah. like I say, people are looking for, you know, maybe a quick getaway. And Salado is such a perfect place because you do feel like you've stepped back in time. The Salado Creek uh, back behind there, I remember being shown, you can actually see the wagon wheel ruts uh-huh, you from, sure from the Chisholm yeah. Trail, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly um, um, echoes of our ancestors and their hard work and perseverance. And I think that in itself is uh, vastly inspiring. Um, yeah, it's, it's, we've just finished our sidewalks in Salado and our uh, Darling, I call them, um, you know, kind of Mayberry-esque lamppost and sidewalk. So, you know, from the very south end of Main Street all the way to the full north end of Main Street, you can now, you have beautiful sidewalk access and lighting available. Uh, so you can, you know, come see us for, let's say, like a Thursday through Sunday at Stagecoach. And, you know, you walk out of your hotel room, you have beautiful dining at your fingertips. Uh, we have a wonderful chef, and I don't put that lightly. Yeah, let, let's talk about the food because yeah. I know a lot of people like me. As you say, generations of going to the stagecoach in and the tomato aspic uh-huh. and the strawberry kiss right. and the hush puppies and the things that you remember, mm. um, are those still on the menu? Are you having a little salute to to the past? Certainly. Our hush puppies are always available. <laughs> They're so good. Yes. 
our strawberry kiss uh, with ample butter, I might add. Our strawberry kiss, <laughs> our strawberry kiss is, is there and, you know, still part of the legacy. Um, tomato aspect comes and goes. We don't, we haven't had as many requests for that as we have the hush puppy, certainly, and right. strawberry kiss, but st- tomato aspect can still be available for private events and, and, and uh, you know, upon uh, sort of a reservation of requests. Mm-hmm. Uh, he yesterday I was just dining there yesterday and uh, you know I was sitting um, in our little atrium room right off of uh, the beautiful bar area and the bar by itself and the fireplace you know just staggering and stunning and, and just so cozy and, and yet elegant um, but our atrium yeah it sits just adjacent to the bar and it kind of feels like a upscale um, yet very simple um, timeless treehouse in a sense because it's all glass. And it's built around a very special tree. It is. Yes, certainly. Uh, we have a century oak there uh, that, that um, arborists have estimated is over 500 years old. Oh, my goodness. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's quite unreal uh, to, to sit in its presence. Um, we had a, It was a brand new um, menu item to me that I uh, ordered yesterday, and um, it was just this pomegranate beet salad that was such uh, just prismatic array of color <laughs> and then and you know it was it was southern and simple and yet um elevated yeah. you know and so patrick's really our chef is just so talented in that way and so gifted he keeps it southern he keeps it texan but he gives you this farm to table brightness that, that you don't find everywhere mm. well you mentioned your amazing grandparents mm. the bummers and so let's let's Totally shift gears mm-hmm. and talk about Peaceable Kingdom Retreat for Children. Sure. Now, your sweet brother, mm-hmm. who died at only, what, 10 months? 11 age? months, 11 yes. months of yes, age, uh, is kind of the reason for this. And this goes back, you know, many years. It does. I was about two and a half when he passed away. Uh, we lovingly refer to him as Baby Charlie. And Baby Charlie uh, was born with a congenital heart defect. Essentially, he had a little hole in his heart. And at the time, the technology wasn't available to save his life, even though we moved to Boston and the number one uh, surgeon, cardiac, uh, pediatric surgeon at the time, heart surgeon, did their best, you know, they did their best. But ultimately, he just couldn't, his heart couldn't make it. But, you know, once again, you know, it's this tragic thing that's happened to our family and to the world who didn't get to know him. But his spirit remains. And because of his spirit and his memory, um, there's a beautiful place called Peaceable Kingdom, and it's, you know, in the heart of Bell County on the land past this river, about 120 acres, and it serves around, you know, ten to 12,000 veterans, families it, every year. It was started by your grandfather. It was. Uh, Jim Balmer, as just a place for kids who were sick at Scott and White Hospital. That's right. To be able to come and fish and maybe just forget. Right. For a little while, they were sick. And it, and it grew from there. It did. It started out as what we call just a little fishing camp, Baby Charlie's <laughs> Fishing Camp. And a woman named Jan Upchurch, who's still around, and she's just such a persevering, you know, warrior for children. Um, she was the director of, I think they called it Child Life at the time, for both, I think, Scott and White and King's Daughters, what was King's Daughters Hospital back in the mid-'80s, early-'80s, mid-'80s, uh, 1980s. <laughs> and... Uh, and and from there, huge hearted philanthropists who were friends with my grandparents and my mother, my mother, Mary Helen Sherman, um, um, they they teamed up and, you know, Sue Mayburn was at the helm mm-hmm. uh, of those um, philanthropic pioneers and uh, huge hearted devotees to to giving a better quality of life to countless kiddos. Yeah. So any special needs child is is able to. Um, 
have a camp experience mm-hmm. that maybe they they thought would never happen or the parents thought their child couldn't enjoy those kinds of things. Our mission at Peaceful Kingdom, and it's now referred to as Variety's Peaceful Kingdom. We merged mm-hmm. with a nonprofit called Variety Texas, so it's Variety's Peaceful Kingdom. We lovingly call it PK. Yeah. So you know, at PK, um, we we you know we serve all these kiddos, but the primary mission is to reduce stigma and isolation. Um, as we all know, in the era of COVID, I think we can all identify with that mm-hmm. a little better now. Yeah. You know, this isolated feeling. So we bring them together so that, you know, where I might have a hand difference and I'm living in a world, let's say, where no one else around me in my daily life has a hand or arm or face difference, so to speak, um, an outstanding difference. And then I go to camp and there's there's my friend Anne, and she's got a yeah. hand difference. And we are able to connect on that level, that understanding, mm-hmm. that empathetic uh, sort of bond is formed. And, and, and before you know it, there's this sweet tribe of friendship that, that lasts for a lifetime. Well, it's an opportunity for kids to, to be able to just be a kid. That's right. That's right. And, you know, what better gift can you give to child <laughs> than that? I mean, I with my three children, I seek... None, none of them are, are, you know, have been diagnosed with special needs or anything really of that sort. But um, they're certainly very well aware of what we do at Peaceable Kingdom. And, and you know, I've seen it develop a sense of um, activism, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, in the hearts of my children without me preaching to them about it. You know, they simply understand it. And it's this basic human need for uh, yearning. And, you know, it's a yearning for connection. I would assume you need volunteers. Oh, do we ever? Yes. Yeah. And, and and if you're, you know, if anyone's looking to get involved with Peaceable Kingdom, I recommend that they go to VarietyTexas.org um, and, and, or they can, you know, email me and I'll direct them <laughs> for sure. Tiffany Shiner. Yeah. 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 Because that is one of the most uh, rewarding things to be able to, mm-hmm. to assist where you're needed. Certainly. I mean. You know, any one of us can point to a challenge that we see, you know, in, in, in another person. But until you've really walked alongside a person or walked through it yourself, it's it's ch- almost impossible to truly understand. So that gives you an opportunity for your heart to expand. <laughs> no, no question about that. And so uh, there's websites they can go to. Yes. Um, Yes, VarietyTexas.org is the best one for Peaceful Kingdom related uh, events and info and volunteer needs and donation needs. Um, yeah, you know, I'm our, sure you're always raising money too. Our fund- fundraising was really hit by COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't express that enough. So, you know, if you feel compelled or called to volunteer or donate on in any on any level in any realm, then you know that's always welcome. Yeah. So, how many children now that COVID is things are starting to lift? I mean, how's that being impacted? Where as far as we've got serving kids, right? Um, so, um, according to our executive director, uh, Stacy Bruce, she she relayed to me the other day. You know that we've you know here's the thing: we've gone to a much more virtual experience, but we have also really elevated our virtual experience game that we didn't have before. And now, oh. as COVID begins to lift, we'll be able to integrate both. You know, an in-person, face-to-face experience as well as a virtual experience, because there are many children and families in our networks who whose immune systems are still so compromised and likely oh, yeah. will always be right. um, that a virtual experience it might be the only way that they'll ever mm. uh, be able to participate in the programmings and the programs that we offer. And uh, uh, but otherwise, it is like an overnight camp. It it, it is for many. Uh, there are day camps as well. Um, you know, they're. 
in a non-COVID situation, we typically offer about a dozen diagnosis-specific camps per summer. So, mm-hmm. for example, if um, if I have if I've been diagnosed as diabetic and you have, then we go to Camp Blue Bonnet. Or if it's asthma, it's the Weasel Way Camp or oh. Out on a Limb Camp for those with limb and hand and foot differences. Um, so, th- you know, thus enabling that that tribal connection. <laughs> and and yeah. what kinds of activities do they do? Oh my goodness. <laughs> what do they not do? Um, outdoor, outdoor education, outdoor awareness, outdoor. Uh, so you even adventure. have like ropes type sure. things zip and lines. Yes. Oh, zip how, lines. Fun. how fun would that be for a kid who maybe is in a wheelchair all the time? Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's so liberating and empowering. It's like being able to fly. It, you it know? is. It is the, the expressions on their faces and mm. the stories that they tell after and just the, the shrieks of laughter and excitement <laughs> that you, that they've probably never experienced and wouldn't yeah. otherwise it's well, it, unparalleled and, and uh, you know for me personally such a gift for me and my my family and, and my tribe to witness and experience um, just to bear witness and that joy is a gift in itself mm-hmm. yeah well and to see how this Charlie's Little Fishing Camp mm-hmm. has grown into mm-hmm. a varieties peaceable yeah. kingdom I mean it's it is a, a remarkable thing and just a great great thing for uh, for that part of Texas and I guess kids from all over can go. Yes, from all over. And if, you know, if you're interested in it, then I, you know, as a volunteer or as a participant, you know, VarietyTexas.org has videos, a plethora of information. You will find probably more information than you need. (laughs) They've got a great website going. Well, another sort of similar activity is uh, the push that you have kind of created, and that is to to create an all-inclusive playground in Salado, and that is linked very heavily to uh, something near and dear to our hearts, and that is Serena Fest. So let's talk about Serena Fest. What What is Serena, and just tell me the legend. Oh, Serena. So <laughs> Serena, and, and you know, if you if you translate the word, word Serena, uh, it is Spanish, actually. You know, in Texas, we always put a Texas spin on things. No, because so Salado itself means Salty. salty. It so does. It's it a salty yeah. creek. Yeah. yeah, salty sirens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, take that, that where you want you to. Not, yeah. That's a party in itself waiting to happen. Um, but yeah, so she's, yeah, so she is this beautiful Native American uh, mermaid, you know, mer creature who uh, was sculpted by artist Troy Kelly in the late 1970s. And he gifted this sculpture of this tiny feisty, mighty mermaid uh, <laughs> to Salado, and people from all over the world come to photograph her. Yeah, she's um, right there along the creek. She is. She is. She used to be nestled in the springs, but flood after flood uh, made it near impossible to keep her intact, mm-hmm. and so she sits just adjacent to, to the beautiful creek uh, in the gardens there near Stagecoach property, um, and yeah, so, you know, I guess about 12 or 13 years ago when my daughter Harper was little. Uh, she's now almost 14. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. Yeah, they grow up. Ugh. And, uh, you know, so she was playing in the in the springs, and Serena was still there in the springs at the time, and I just kept seeing this mermaid parade and, and <laughs> how it just needed to happen and how yeah. it would be. I didn't know what all it would become, but I knew that it would be a gift to our community and to those who were a part of it. And I knew that one of the key tenets uh, would certainly be uh, – a celebration of courageous creativity and mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. And what is, you know, when, when we share our creativity, it is an act of courage. You never know how, pe- you know, it's a vulnerable act. And, um, you know, you're digging within your own soul to create something. And so I just, 
it just felt like it was time to celebrate all of the courageous acts of creativity in Central Texas and beyond, and and, and what better um, sort of iconic inspiration than this mighty mermaid. And so we named it Serena Fest, and we launched it coming out of that economic downturn you and I were just talking mm-hmm. about in that I-35 expansion in um, uh, 2017. Yeah, it hadn't been very many years. No, 2017. It took, I mean, it was, the inspiration began about, you know, 14 years ago, like yeah, I said, 13, yeah, 14 yeah. years ago, but... Yeah, we, we launched it in 2017, and, you know, we thought, oh, if 100 people come out, that'd be so sweet, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Barrow Brewing had just opened as well, right, they're dear friends right. of ours, the hills, mm-hmm. and um, so that's such a gift unto itself, just to Barrow Brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and of course, the Glassworks sure, is there. Sure, Glassworks. And they stayed, which yeah. is so exciting. They talk about moving to Georgetown, and then... Yeah, so like that, not to, we so were, that's good. Our, our little mighty village was able to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's good. It is, it is. And, and you know, and so it, the the par- parade wraps and culminates right there. It cascades down along the banks uh, of Slato Creek across from Glassworks right next to Barrow and Sugar Shack and, and Benton's Jewelry and all of those wonderful, uh, one-of-a-kind places. Uh, we thought 100 would come, and TxDOT uh, estimated along with Slato PD, that we had about 2,500 show up, I think, our first year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so there was a hunger for this. Right. So there, it was a thing. Dre- Suddenly it was Dress a up like mermaid and let's party. Right, yeah. right. Or any kind of mer-inspired creature. <laughs> mer- you yeah. know, we have merman or yeah. rugged Tex- Texas Creek pirates, and we have <laughs> cosmic catfish, and we have, you know, you just go down the line with wherever your imagination <laughs> takes you. But um, it is certainly becoming a beacon for inclusivity and for courage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And any funds raised now, are, as I suggested, are going towards a uh, all-inclusive. Yes, yes, an all-abilities-inclusive mm-hmm. park there uh, in Pace Park. That's where we plan to break ground, hopefully, this year if COVID allows us to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so I'm not going to be a, a cheap pro- project. So, no, you know, you're, you're still raising money for that. We well. are very much so. And if anyone is interested, uh, they can email me directly. They can look up the hashtag SerenaFest. Uh, and and find us that way. Um, and this has always been in the fall, right? It, it is the, the 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 event itself, the Mermaid Parade, the official fifth annual Mermaid Parade and Festival, uh, will take place October first. It's always the first Saturday in October. Okay, so mark your calendars. That's right, October first. Mark those calendars. Uh, and there are offshoot events now that happen year round. We we used to call you know September and October Mermaid season in Salado, <laughs> uh, but it's become a year round thing. So we are we are mermaid as well season. As should, yeah, that's I mean, right. There, there are books you can buy, yeah, storybooks about yes. the um, the mermaid legend there in Salado, and it's just a wonderful thing. There's a new book coming also. Oh, really? Yes, um, it is authored by me. Oh, Walt, well, look at you, and uh, it's something I've been working on for a while. Uh-huh. And, uh, my uh, book illustrator is vastly talented, so we'll be that'll be ready by the by the festival this Good. year too. I can't wait. I'm I can't excited. wait. We are. Well, there's just so much happening in Salado, so many reasons to mm-hmm. go. And I just routinely have to go and get my Salado fix. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is about Salado that I love so much. We have so many happy memories of going with friends and just staying in our bed and breakfast and the guys would play golf and we'd play there's little tennis courts there. My mm-hmm. lady friends, we'd play tennis and shop and just have a be- have the best time. You know, there's something I think for all walks and all ages mm-hmm. in Salado and really every budget, to be quite frank, you know. True. 
Um, if you want to have a very refined sort of luxurious experience, it's there waiting for you. If you want to have a more outdoor, low budget experience, it's there waiting for you. If you're into art, it's certainly waiting for you. Right. It really is considered an artist enclave. It is. It is. But, you know, we also have, you know, a roping arena, arena and live music. Um, mm-hmm. Of all sorts, not, not, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love some Texas country. I am, I'm born and raised Texan. However, you know, we have everything from classical, Christian, live music concerts all the time of, of, of really, and, and Katie Hill of Barrow has done a great job of bringing um, South by Southwest and ACL acts to Salado. Um, yeah, they're at Barrow Brewery, and we'll be bringing some more of those um, and folk and Americana acts to Stagecoach as well to our new uh, pavilion that's great stage. yes another another venue for performers and you know i can tell you live musicians have really suffered during this uh, yes shutdown. they have yes they, they really have. have and so we're we're bringing them in as 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 quickly as, yeah. as it makes sense too very good and of course right across the street from the stagecoach inn is the museum yeah let's talk a little bit about that absolutely so the Central Texas Museum um, was, you know, originally created in Salado, was originally created by the Robertson family. Um, uh, if you do any sort of history research, you can do a quick Google search these days, of mm-hmm. course. Um, um, the Robertson family uh, helped to establish Salado. They are credited with establishing Salado and to uh, help get the first liberal arts college in Texas off the ground. And it was there rooted in Salado. And mm-hmm. the ruins of the college sit right next to yeah, the Salado College. Right Beautiful there. there. Mm-hmm. You know, they've done a wonderful job at... Um, of really keeping uh, it, those grounds uh, well manicured and preserved. And, and so a man, a lovely, lovely human being by the name of Dave Swarthout is the director of the museum. And, um, you know, he's just, his heart and soul are so devoted to um, honoring not just Salado, but all of Central Texas yes. and, and, and uh, preserving so many of those rich um, history, um, historical stories that have, that have, been the foundation of who we are today mm-hmm. um and and so we're having a ribbon cutting actually this saturday at the museum stagecoach will be there supporting it serena fest will be there supporting it of course um i think it's at six or six about six p.m the reception mm-hmm. the re- ribbon we did the um the balcony on that's the front. right yeah they did and they've done a lovely yeah. job and mm-hmm. um they they have many new exhibits coming there this summer they'll be honoring um um, female aviators and the history of female aviators. Grace Jones was one of the pioneers, and mm-hmm. she's one of our Salatoans. And and also on the note of the Robertson family and the museum, you know, uh, one of uh, of our most heroic, legendary women to come from Salado, other than Grace Jones, um, and my grandmother Doris Bomer, who had Salado art galleries, yeah. was uh, was um, a woman by the name of Liz Carpenter. Really? That's right. At at Stagecoach, Mm -hmm. we have a bar room named after her, Mm -hmm. a beautiful bar room named after her. Um, But she is a descendant of the Robertson family. She was one of LBJ and JFK's uh, advisors. Oh, yeah. uh, You know, just a a force in her own right. There's no no question, as you are, (laughs) my dear Tiffany. You truly are. And and I have loved, I have loved just kind of taking this little stroll back back down the interstate to Salado. But I'd like to end these visits with a questionnaire. It's similar to the one that the late great James Lipton used on Inside the Actor's Studio. And we'll start with, what is your favorite word? Becoming. I was going to say, you already you already knew about this. Yeah, I think that's my <laughs> yeah. word right now. Well, and that's a great word. What, what is your least favorite word? Hatred. Mm-hmm. Yep. What turns you on creatively, emotionally, 
or spiritually. Courage in the face of fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it can look so many different ways. And it can be very quiet sometimes. Sometimes it's very big and obvious. Sometimes it's very quiet, but also very deep and real. Mm. What turns you off then, creatively or spiritually or emotionally? Lack of inclusivity. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What sound do you love the most? Um, I would say the sound of my children's laughter. What is your least favorite sound? The sound of my two boys turning into grizzly bears, and I'm afraid that a murder is about to happen <laughs> because of the two of them at each other. They're eight and four, mind you, but you know I do feel that <laughs> National Geographic should have prepared me a little better on the grizzly bear rearing. <laughs> what other profession would you want to try? Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, in a sense, I gave up... Um, I gave up Broadway. You know, I, I that was my track. I was I was gonna I was really gonna pursue um, professional dance on that level and um, and also yoga, the study of yoga. You know, I still am a yoga teacher and will be forever and have been for twenty years. But um, I uh, I think I probably would have become, you know, a dancer on Broadway. Perhaps. Hmm. Okay. Okay. What do you know you would not want to do? Anything that involves an Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you on that. And finally, what do you want to hear God say to you as you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, honey, we did it. (laughs) Very good. Tiffany Schreiner, it's always a delight. You are, um, what's your official title with the Stagecoaching? Director of Outreach and Sales. Okay, very good. And so how can folks get in touch with the Stagecoach Inn? I'd like to book a weekend or? Sure, they can go to uh, stagecoachsalano.com or they can just email me simply at tiffany at stagecoachsalano.com. All right. And Serena Fest, you have a Facebook page. We do. And we have um, several events. Uh, one kicking off this weekend. It's a Serena Fest related event. Um, if you go to our uh, Facebook page and our Instagram is Serena Fest TX. We've got one called the Wildflower Waltz coming up next weekend. It'll be beautiful. All the info's there. And then we have our Mer Dash in April. Lots of stuff happening in Salida. Sure. And a fashion Mer Grotto uh, happening in September. Tito's Vodka is coming uh, on board to help support that and the playground. We're very excited. They announced that last week. Well, that playground is then the next thing we're going to look forward to. Well, I invite all who believe in children mm-hmm. come on board. Amen. Tiffany, thank you so much. It's been a delight. It's been an honor, as always. Thank you. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings on in and around Waco 
I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. Are you building